Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Franklin preached the message. There are some dangers in a crowd. People go to big churches and hide. Cecil preached that years ago this. Dangers in a crowd. Gideon had 32,000. When the Lord finished trimming them up, he only had 300. I won't have nothing against the crowd. I don't get excited about the crowd. But it's a lot of mess in the crowd. When God trimmed it down, he, any of y'all know anything about cooking, when you do a brisket, you need to trim it. Get the fat off of it. It looked pretty. It weighs a lot. But sometimes when you cut all the fat off of it, say, this all that's left? Sister Rodney used to buy chitlins. And sometimes she'd buy 20 pounds. And when she got ready to cook, she may have only had 10 left. And she got all the fat and the other stuff, remember, ain't off of it. What you seeing, Apostle? Don't be in the throwaway. Don't let you be part of that dis- discord. Be part of that that God's going to keep and use. Give the Lord a praise clap this morning for his goodness. Come on, give the Lord a praise clap for his goodness. I'm wrapped a little tight this morning. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. We're blessing God for being back this morning. I want to thank God for all of those that are listening and watching by YouTube and Facebook. Listening by podcast. That's sanctified, yeah. Let's give Sister Cece a hand clap. I don't know if I, don't know if I can spit that many words out. They always told me I could talk, but I don't know if I can spit them out that fast. And they all fit. <laughs> but when you send them that fast and you never read nothing, that's, that's God. That's a gift. Some folk can't sing when they're reading it off of a piece of paper, out of a book. <laughs> but a man's gift. That's a woman, too. Make it room and bring it him before great men. I told y'all I'm excited. My voice feels this morning like I could, I could preach three hours, but I won't. The Lord's good. Devil tried to tell me the other night, your asthma is coming back. What you mean? I don't have no asthma to come back. Tried to tell me, say, well, maybe you're coming down with COVID. Devil is alive. Never tested positive for COVID. But I know my God's a healer. I know my God's a keeper. You know, sometimes if we ain't careful according to the medical field, they give us stuff to create complications. Then they give you something to handle that, but then they create another complication. So that keeps the pharmaceutical businesses 
going. Boy, they make plenty of money, don't they? Can you imagine what some people pay for one little pew? And all you got to do is come to church and get prayed for. It won't cost you nothing. Before I get started this morning, I want to thank God for everybody. Thank God, amen, for your grandson. He's being a regular today. Rolling up here on Sunday morning. All the way from North Texas. Well, let's give him a give him a Thank God for this sister Galizia. Give her a hand and clap this morning. Even North Texas folk trying to trying to roll up in here. It's all right. Ain't mad at nobody. Let me tell y'all something. Listen to what I'm saying. I'm gonna just say it again. Thank God for this sister Eubanks. You probably think some apostle don't know who I am. I don't know which one of y'all it is, but I know it's one of them. So, but I thank God for just being good. Little sister, glad to see you. Amen. God, I told little sister last week, the Lord said, come, come to church four Sundays in a row. I'm going to hear you about it. Now, listen to what I'm saying. The scripture says this. Believe in the Lord your God, so shall you be established. Believe his prophet, so shall ye prosper. So shall ye have an abundance of. Prosperity is not altogether money. That means you're going to have God's favor. Believe his prophet. You know what people don't want to do today? They don't want to believe what the preacher said. We got many pe too many people saying that God is talking to them. But I want to go on notice to, to let some of y'all know. When Jesus break bread, and that's the same as referring to the scripture, the word of life. He gave it to the apostles. Then the apostles gave it to the people. We got too many people going around saying God's talking to them. But I hear what you're saying, but I don't see your situation getting any better. If God's talking to you, then your situation should be getting better. Now, there comes a time you go through a trial, but you don't go through a trial always. Many are the affliction of the righteous, but the Lord delivereth out of them all. But we got a bunch of hard-headed folk, and actually they have goat spirits because they don't want to be led. And so you can't lead goats. You drive goats. You lead sheep. So what are you saying, apostle? You might not believe it, but the preacher got your whole future in his hand. According to the spoken word. The Lord says disobedience is as a spirit of witchcraft. And he suffered not that a witch should live. Saul wanted to bring God all the presents. But everything he wanted to bring God, God told him he didn't want it. And because of, he fell from grace and he died like a fool. Let me tell you all some people. Listen to what I'm saying. You can't get around this. I don't care how you try. You in here. You're on the blessed side or you're on the cursed side. If you're on the cursed side, one day your cursing is going to come to an end. You all not know there are people on death row or were on death row. And they may, may have been on death row for years and years. But it finally rolled around the day when their number was called. And they were led to the execution hall. Same thing about life. One day. You're going to check out. But you don't have to check out on the bad side. The choice is yours. 
everything about this life. You may not believe me. Just keep living. Our schools are becoming war zones. Amen. Children fighting and all this kind of junk in school. Girls fighting, all this kind of junk in school. Back when I was in school in the 70s and 60s and 70s, you know, well, they didn't have that. We didn't have police on our campuses. You can say what you want to say. We didn't have metal detectors. If the police came to our campus, he parked down there at the driveways shooting radar. But they weren't in the hallways. Because you know why? Parents did the job at home. And then it came to school, and our children behaved themselves in a manner because they had principles and character put in them. But now we got a bunch of weeds growing up as parents that have never taught anything by their parents, don't know what principles and dignity is. So now your children run around acting as empty, stupid fools. Young girls showing every part you got. When a man get ready to marry you, he don't want that. And I'm sorry. They'll play you like a roll of charm and tissue. But when they get married, they want something untouched by the baker's hand. Amen. Folk get married coming down in white. You ought to have prison stripes on you. So many babies look like the League of Nations. None of them having the same daddy. This is where we are. Somebody said, well, apostle, I'm, I have to preach this to try to keep some of these other folk from going down that road. Because once you mess up, who wants you? Once you mess up, you make life hard. Your whole destiny, your whole future changes because of one moment. And it wasn't even worth it. Most of the time the rascal walk off and act like he never knew you, never saw you, never heard of you. It's all right. I'm going to preach this morning. God gave me this one. And sometimes, you know, the preacher, in your job as a preacher, people have a tendency of not liking you. But I don't care about that. My, I, ain't trying, I used to tell Sister Roger, I said, you know, back, back at Full Gospel, when Apostle had me, I was directing the television broadcast and all that. One thing, didn't, it didn't matter what nobody thought about me. As long as I pleased the man that sat in that big chair. As long as the preacher was satisfied, I didn't care what nobody said, what they thought, how they felt. I'm, I'm pleasing the preacher. As long as he said I did a good job, it don't matter. I don't care what no, if don't nobody else say nothing. And it's the same thing about preaching. As long as I please God, it don't matter. Sometimes you have to make folk mad in order to help them. Do you not know it's a hard thing to make a person see themselves and they denying that's who they are? Well, amen. Sometimes somebody say, that's well, well, I don't think, I don't think I'm that big. Well, get get another mirror then. Sometimes if you don't believe that mirror is right, get another one. They're both of them telling you the same thing. Two mirrors, not one. Well, I don't care. If you want to know you're getting age, you're aging, you keep dying. Stop dying one day. It's going to get purple looking. It's going to change all color colors. A lot of times it's easy just to roll with it. I ain't never seen so many folks in the church. I don't care how old they are. Everybody's hair is jet black. 75 years old, your hair is jet black. I ain't talking about a gray streak nowhere. I know Miss Lucy did it to me, but I'm 69. Boy, not, I, <laughs> uh, my barber tell me, see, apostle, say, you're doing good. See, some of these young fellas come in here, they bald-headed at 18 and 19 years. I said, well, yeah, because of all the tension. And y'all might not believe this. I'm going to help some of us out. The reason we have, back in the day, we didn't have so many problems that we have now. Because 
the manufacturers wasn't doing it to us. Let me just, can I just, just speak for a moment just before I get into it? Back in my day when I was younger, we didn't have plastic bottles for sodas. Oh, maybe I'm going back too far. But all the sodas we had were in glass bottles. And you didn't have to worry about how long they sat or whatever because the glass was not going to give off any chemicals. What do we do now? Everything that we stored away, we stored away in glass containers. But now everything is stored in plastic. When you warm up or heat up something, we didn't have microwaves. If something was in the refrigerator and we were going to heat it up, you know what we did? We put it on the stove, we put it on a pot, and the pot was metal. And we warmed up the food. Y'all come on, talk back to me. And then we ate. Very few of us had plastic plates. Most of the plates we had, they were glass, uh, china, porcelain. Amen. We didn't have very many plastic forks and spoons. Most of the forks and spoons we had, they were made out of some form of metal. But have you noticed something now? Everything we get, and I'm, I'm ashamed of Kroger and some of the other companies. The, they've gotten so stingy with the water bottles that the plastic on the water bottles are so thin that the bottles won't even stand up. And you open the bottle and get, like this, you open the bottle and get water, then you have to screw the top back on it because if you look off, it may flip over and the water's running all in your plate. They charge us more, but they give us less. But y'all might not believe this. A lot of the stuff that we're dealing with now is because of a lot of this plastic stuff we're dealing with. I was at Kroger in my neighborhood one day some months ago. And a fireman was in there. We were getting some water. And I started talking to him. And he just made this statement. He said, don't they know they're killing us with all this plastic? He's a fireman. So men, we're wondering. Women, you're wondering, why am I having so many problems physically? A lot of it has to do with plastic. Have you noticed when you drink this water? You don't see nothing on there about how much chlorine and nothing like that that's in it. They tell us it's purified water. Some of them say it's spring water. You're lying. The truth ain't in you. I'm just saying. Fluoride is a dangerous chemical. Fluoride is a dangerous chemical. They used it during World War II. They experimented on the Jews with it. And it made the men docile. It made them uh, create reproduction problems. But what are we doing? When, this, when water sits in these bottles and it sits out in the sun at these corporations where they make it, and it sits outside in the sun and it gets up to 100 degrees or better, and these bottles are cooking out in the sun, then they put them on the delivery trucks and then they bring them to the stores and then we get this. Don't y'all know this plastic? It produces fumes. It gives off chemicals. Well, what is it doing to our body? I saw a movie some years ago, years ago, and this man made a statement to another man. They were sitting at a bar. He asked me, he said, what do you do for a living? The guy told him, and he said, well, what do you do for a living? He said, I start wars. The guy said, you, he said, I start wars. Wars are big business because, see, other countries invest in, who, on which side they want to win. 
okay? We, we, people crying about all this money, all this equipment we're sending to Ukraine. We're sending more than just missiles and this and that and the other, okay? When we start sending tanks and missiles and this and that and the other to Ukraine, what does it do? What does it do for America? It creates more reproduction to replace that that we did. But don't make no mistake, we're not giving this to Ukraine. We're, we're selling it to them. And then Ukraine comes back and pay us after the war is over. All right, now Ukraine is all blown up and everything. Infrastructure is all messed up. Water system, sewer system, electrical system, and all that's messed up. Companies like Halliburton used to be owned by Dick Cheney. See, they go in war-ravaged countries, and what they do, they come in and make big money to put all the sewer lines and all that stuff back in. Everybody makes money. So what happened? When they, when they start a war, they got to make helmets. Somebody got to make shoes. Some Remington, somebody's got to make weapons. They got to make that. So it creates mass production. What does it do? Then it starts filling the pockets of manufacturers. They came up with COVID-19. Pfizer made billions. Johnson & Johnson made billions. And other countries made billions on a serum. And all they had to do was tell you you had COVID. And COVID with some people was no more than a regular cold, a touch of the flu. I ain't getting no help right now. Oh, Pastor, you just because you don't have it, you don't know what, but I, I had the same chance of getting it that you had. But God's my keeper. Amen. Y'all can tell my voice is strong this morning. Boy, I, I believe I could put this microphone down and preach without a microphone. Why? Because you know what? People don't believe the preacher. And I want to say something to you all. And I want y'all to listen to me real good. All y'all's head down. And I want y'all to look this way so I can talk to you. And those of YouTube and Facebook, you can listen to podcast. Get your ear real close. God's going to deal with you the way you deal with him. The way you measure it back to him, the way you measure it out, that's the way it's coming back. Your, your sincereness, your dedication, what you do in church, your faithfulness and all that, the way you measure it out in your actions to God in his service, in your saveness, that's the same way when you ask God to do something for you, he's going to measure it back in the manner in which you gave it out. Now, ask yourself, why am I short all the time? How are you measuring it out? Oh, Apostle, I thought we were going to go sweeping through the city. We will. We're going to sweep through the city after I, I, I get some stuff done. Then we're going to sweep. I thought we were going to swing down chariot and let me ride. We ain't getting on the chariot yet. We, I got a little stuff I need to clean up. Then we're going to get on the chariot and ride. Folk want to get on the chariot and ride. They ain't living nothing. Amen. Just want to come to church. Ain't been to church since the war. And then you want you more spiritual than anybody. Ta -ta, and they got a hold of you shouting. Ain't been to church in two months. Oh, apostle. That's all right. I'm going to be the pastor. That door swings. It's on hinges. And it's, we have a no, it, you can't lock it during service time. So don't you ever think you locked in here. You can roll out of here anytime you get ready. One thing about UHDT, I don't beg nobody to come. I don't beg nobody to stay. You're here because you want to be here. Amen. 
And Paul told a group of people one time, he said, when I first came unto you, he said, if it were possible, you would have plucked your eyes. You would have plucked your eyes out and given them to me. That's how much you love me. But then he asked them a question. He said, have I become your enemy because I told you the truth? One thing I'm going to do, I'm going to bring you scripture. People don't like the truth. Folk don't like to hear the truth. Say, girl, you know, sometimes people walk up to Sister Rod and tell her, boy, y'all ain't changed one bit. What are you looking at? But you've been knowing me. You've been knowing me for 25 years. Ain't changed one bit. What are you looking at? Use your good eye. Use your good eye. Because something wrong with it. Girl, every time I look at y'all, y'all just growing old gracefully. God ain't changed a bit. And I got belts, and I see where the loops used to be. Y'all know when you wear a belt, you know where you worked it all the time. It put a mark in the leather. I got some now. I'm, I'm moving over. Yeah. I got some belts at the house. I used to, you know, I wore them, and I, got, and I couldn't wear them anymore. And some of them bigger belts didn't have enough holes on them, so I don't, I don't want to get a drill and drill. Also, I go, I'm going back to those old belts that I couldn't wear. That's all right. That's all right. I used to have all my cutters. Now I got some backups and helps. I got the replacement players in there. Y'all know what I'm talking about. And everybody know their job, too. They know exactly where they fit. They work together. <laughs> they work with the original. Hey, Amen. Some of y'all will pass. I don't know what you're talking about. All right. That's when <laughs> I'm going to leave that alone. But you know, the Lord is good. And I've been inspired all this week. And I was talking with Sister A last night, and I was telling her what the Lord had told me. And the Lord spoke into my spirit, and he told me, we say it, but we have to ask ourselves, do we really believe it? That God can do anything. Getting ready this morning, the Lord reminded me of one of my favorite sayings. That Jesus could, all the king's horsemen and all the king's men could not put Humpty Dumpty back together again. Jesus can put Humpty Dumpty back together again. See, there's one scripture that says because of the anointing, the yoke is broken. Then there's another scripture that says because of the anointing, the yoke is destroyed. See, when something is broken, you can put it back together. But when something is destroyed, it's ground, it's, it's messed up. But see, when Humpty Dumpty broke in all those pieces, I'm telling you, when your life looked like your life is in all kind of pieces, when it looked like your life is in derision, when it looked like there's no hope, there's no way, there's no way to put it back together, I'll never be where well. Jesus, because of sickness, look like you've been ravished, you've been, you're at a point where you just came, never will be. Jesus can put Humpty Dumpty back together again. And when he finished... He looked like it never happened. I know some of y'all should have just, some of y'all should have just grunted on that. What are you saying, apostle? The Lord can put your situation back together in such a way it looked like it never Make, I just make, I could really just close and make an altar call. I'm saying the Lord can put your life back together in such a way. I'm not boasting. 
I'm not boasting, but right where that security light is where Brother Kendall is sitting, there used to be a door. But see, I know how to float it out. I know how to work it with that trial where you don't even see where the tape was. And if I hadn't told you all some of y'all, well, you don't believe it, go on the outside, there's some steps out there. I know I'm good. And I know my God is better. <laughs> Y'all remember the guns of Will Sonnet? He said, what, no bread, just facts. God is able to take your life, and he's able to seal that door. So when people pass by, and you look at it, you don't even see where the door was. <laughs> God is able he can leave the scar, but he can take the pain away. And the scar is just there for memory. I remember when this happened, but I don't, it don't hurt anymore. It means something when you can get to a point where the pain, where it used to hurt, but it don't hurt anymore. When the Lord smote Jacob in his hip, it was such an act that the children of Israel to this day, they don't eat that part of the animal. And Jacob was left with a limp. But it wasn't, he wasn't left with a limp because God was trying to inflict pain on him. He was left with a limp because God wanted him to remember Remember, remember what you went through in the extension of the father of many nations. I started with your grand, great-grandpa, then I came down through Isaac, and then I got to you. <laughs> Y'all don't hear what I'm saying. That's why in the scripture they would often refer to the God of Abraham, Isaac. Could I take this off? The God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob. Now you can add yourself in there. The God of Diane. I ain't, I ain't getting no help. The God of Harold, the God. <laughs> Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Woo. That's what I'm talking about. He, he's my God. Is that all right? And then Paul said, and my God shall. 
<laughs> Supply how many? All of your needs. And how is he going to do it? According to you, he don't have to ask Walmart to do nothing. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying. You don't hear, you don't hear what he, according to his riches in glory. His riches in glory. And how is he going to bring them to you? Ah. <laughs> the glory, the, the riches in glory, but he's going to bring them to you. Bye. Christ Jesus. Woo. I don't know if y'all feel like I feel, but my, 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 my toes is tingling this morning. My, my feet feel like. My, 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 my baby used to watch a, a little deal when they were little called Happy Feet. I don't know about that little old penguin boy, and everybody else was boogie. He, 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 was, he had Happy Feet. He could boogie, boy. Y'all ain't never seen that. Maybe y'all ain't never heard of happy people. But that, that boy could boogie, man. He, he, everybody else was doing it one way. And, man, he could. Well, it's a good thing when you, when you got happy feet. When you got happy feet, you know what happy feet can't do? Happy feet can't be still. Happy feet's always moving. Happy feet. And in the movie, that old boy had everybody stepping and sliding and, and doing this and that and the other. See, when you get happy feet, other folk get happy feet. And they rub off. And before you know it, everybody's feet's happy. You know, happy feet is like anticipation, expectation. Something didn't really happen. Somebody said, Apostle, what are you saying? I just want y'all, that's, that's my little message. I ain't got all this. I ain't got no notes up here. That's all I got, just the scripture. But I know one thing, God's good. And my subject to you all this morning is, and I might have to just shut it down after I say it. But this is what he gave me early, early, early this morning. God can and God will. Mm. God can. And God will. Coming to the church and talking to the Lord. God can. And God will. Woo. Can't. We, we used to, they used to always tell us when you ask him for something, you say, may I? Meaning you're asking for permission. When you say can, that means you have the wherewithal or the ability to do. But we don't have may I in this. We're saying that God can. Meaning he has a wherewithal. He has the ability. He has the capacity. He has the means of. But not only do, and then he will. That means he has enough compassion to feel you and to know what you are going through. And because of his compassion, it releases his will. <laughs> Y'all ain't hear no more. When you go to somebody and ask them for some money, and you know they can, you know they got it. But what you have to wait on is the compassion part to come in. And then once the compassion part comes in, they don't look at whether or not you can pay it back. How can you pay it back? That doesn't matter because the compassion part comes in and it looks beyond what your capabilities are. But it causes you to go into your reserve and say, 
Here it is. And he will. <laughs> Can I feel good this morning? Can the preacher feel good this morning? Because looking at some of y'all's faces, I could be looking sad. But now, let, let me get into my scripture. In the book of Ephesians, uh, Paul wrote a, church at, uh, a letter to the church of Ephesus. In the third chapter, in the 17th verse, notice what the scripture said. This is the KJV. If you've got something else, it's going to read different. He said, that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, that ye, being rooted and grounded in love, that's a strong word right there, boy. May be able to comprehend with all the saints. And that was what he said, not Christians. See, Christians are lie. Christians are fornicate. Well, amen. Christians are commit adultery. Christians will go get a drink after church is over. Christians will light up a cigarette. Amen. Christians will go get them a, a stogie. They'll get a Benson hedging. Notice we say, may be able to comprehend, to understand with all saints what is the breadth of God and the length and the depth and the height. Man, look at D.D. He brought the breadth. That's the width of it. The length, the depth, and how high. They used to sing a song. It's so high, you can't go over it. So wide. You can't go around it. You got to come in at the door. <laughs> hey, uh, listen to what Paul is saying. Though. Listen to what he's saying. And to know the love of Christ, which passeth continually, knowledge. You can't figure out the love of Christ. Because, see, the love of Christ will make you do something that knowledge just say don't do. But knowing the love of Christ, y'all with me? Which passes knowledge that ye might be filled with all the fullness of God. Now unto him, that is, that's strong right there. Now unto him that is able <laughs> to do. Now unto him that has the capacity. I remember when we were in school, they say energy. The definition of, uh, for energy was the power to do work. Now unto him that is able to do exceeding and abundantly. Not abundant, but abundantly. Above all, he gave us two shouts that we ask. Or think. God said, I can go past what you can ask for. And I can go past what you can even think. Y'all know we can ask a lot. And we can think plenty. But God said he can go. <laughs> he, can, he can exceed that abundantly. Not just a little bit, but abundantly. Above. All that we ask or think, how do we get it? According to the power that worketh in us. Unto him be glory, the church by Christ Jesus 
throughout all ages, world without end. Amen. God can. Whatever you're going through, tell yourself, don't, it ain't about getting all high and all that. I want you to get something you're going to go home with. When you're facing something, when you're up against obstacles, when the doctor's telling you this and you're sick in your body, you don't know what you're going to do. You're trying this pill and trying that pill, and they say they're going to increase, they're going to decrease, but you're not getting any better. If you find yourself always bumping up against the wall, always bumping up against the wall, always bumping up against the wall, now to him, God can, God will. God can deliver you, but sometimes God is going to see what you want to do. How many of y'all remember the woman with the issue of blood? She didn't get delivered at the house. She made up in her mind, you know what? If I can't, she made up in her mind how she was going to get a deliverance. She said, if I can but touch his clothes, I shall. This is what she said at the house. If I may but touch his clothes, I shall. Listen, this woman been from physician to physician. She sat on all kinds of tables and, and, and strapped down and this and that. And that. They put up, uh, up in all kinds of tunnels and this and that and the other. Can anybody hear me? She had all kinds of transfusions and this, that, and the other. But she went from physician to physician. But instead of getting better, this woman got worse. But one day she heard... I wish somebody could get with me one day. This woman was at a breaking point. This woman had gone to the extreme. This woman was at a, a road of no return. She came to the crossroad, but one day she heard about a man named Jesus. She didn't just hear his name. She heard about what he was doing. She heard about how the lame was walking, the dumb was talking, the deaf was hearing. People was being raised to life again. And she said within herself, if I may but touch his clothes, I shall. What you saying? I don't need no more transfusions. I don't need any more insulin. I ain't getting no help. I don't need any more chemo. I don't need to be put up in the tunnel anymore. I don't need any cat scan, brain scan, any other kind of scan. All I want to know is I heard about Jesus. And since I've been through all this and nothing has happened, if I can just, he don't have to do nothing. He don't even have to touch me. He don't have to answer my name. I don't have to register at the front desk. I don't have to do anything. I'm going out in the street where he is, and I'm going to come up behind him. If I have to, all I want to do, if I can just touch the hem of his, if I can just put my finger on the hem of his garment, I believe within the belly and the depths of my soul that I will be made whole. Can anybody hear me in here? woman with the issue of blood, notice this, when she left the house, she was still bleeding. The bleeding hadn't stopped. But she told herself, in the midst of my hurting, in the midst of what I'm going through, in the midst of my hurting, I'm going to Jesus. Some of y'all need to learn how in the midst of your hurting, in the midst of what you're going through, in the midst of your feeling bad, I'm going to get up off my happy self and I'm going to church. I'm going to watch God. I'm going to believe God that God's going to deliver me right now. Sorry excuses. Well, I don't want to come out. I might infect somebody. Come on out and infect somebody and both of y'all get healed. <laughs> the 
this woman, everything she was supposed to do was considered unclean. But when she met Jesus, instead of Jesus becoming unclean, it reversed. When she touched Jesus, instead of Jesus becoming unclean, she became clean. I don't know where the unclean went because the show didn't go to Jesus. I ain't getting no help right now. Jesus didn't start bleeding and going on. When, when she came and touched Jesus, the Bible said that the fountain, can anybody hear what I'm saying? That the fountain of her blood, the fountain of her blood, you know what it did? It dried up. The fountain of her blood, it dried up. When it dried up, that means it wasn't bleeding anymore. The cause of her problem, the root of her problem was destroyed. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is where projects come to life. Our showrooms are designed to inspire with the latest products from top brands curated in an inviting, hands-on environment and a team of industry experts to support your project. We'll be there to make sure everything goes as planned, from product selection to delivery coordination. At Ferguson Bath, Kitchen, and Lighting Gallery, your project is our priority. See the latest designs from your favorite brands, including Brizo, at your local Ferguson showroom. talking about himself so he's talking about his daddy to God the father be glory in the church by Christ Jesus throughout all ages world without end amen that seals it but I'm just going to drop this a little bit off and I'm almost finished some of y'all want to pass I know pastor gonna go a while don't worry if you don't have it now shame on you come back another day Cause I know that the anointing is here. The power of God is here. In Matthew 8 and 1, the scripture reads, When he came down from the mountain, a great multitude followed him. Is that all right? And behold, there came a leper, a man that had leprosy. And worshipped him. He didn't come trying to say, uh, Lord, I, my grandmother, my grandfather was the moderator. My grandmother was the district missionary and all that. Forget about all them folk. You got to meet God for yourself. And behold, there came a leper and he worshipped him. He humbled himself. He got down on his knees. Saying, Lord, if thou wilt. Thou canst make me clean. If you will, you have the ability. And Jesus put forth his hand and touched him, saying, 
I will. <laughs> Be thou clean. Is that in y'all's Bible? And look what happened when Jesus said, I will. Be thou clean. Look what the next, look what the next part of that verse said. And immediately. Immediately, his leprosy was cleansed. And I'm going to give you all a little secret. Anytime God give you a miracle and heal you, you don't have to be afraid to go back to the doctor. <laughs> Amen. Anytime God bless you with something, a car, a home or something, you don't have to go and slap yourself and a few weeks later say, am I dreaming? Yeah, you dreaming, but you're dreaming the wrong thoughts. Let the dream go. See, a dream is something that could be a mirage. It's like something that could be or may not be. But see, you need to let the dream go once reality sets in. When you're in the house, you know what you start doing now? You start living. Folk dream about stuff that they don't have yet. But when God give you your deliverance, you don't have to dream and say, well, am I healed? No, no. Start enjoying your healing. I ain't getting no help right now. I'm not telling you to go out and get a whole, get a, a whole pork loin and just start eating pork chops and everything like that. But I'm just about you. We, we just start living. Don't try to say, well, you know, all that I've been missing. You haven't had any bluebell in 10 years. And now you're going to go and get, try to eat, get five gallons. What you going to do with five gallons of bluebell in one week? You're going you gonna to be over in something else. But my point is, when this man asked Jesus, if thou wilt. The scripture says, wilt, thou canest, thou can make me clean. God can and God will. And the Lord said, I will be thou clean. Immediately, just at the spoken word. Do y'all not know? The Lord spoke a whole world into existence. The Lord didn't do anything. He went out there with no backholes and bulldozers and this and that and other planted shovels and all. All the Lord did was just, he just spoke. He just said, let there be light. What? And then when God got ready, he said, let us. Maybe I'm stupid. Maybe I didn't go to, go to school long enough. But us to me is putting me more than one. He said, let us. I mean, you know, sometimes preachers say, well, y'all pray for us. You know, that's just a that's pulpit talk. It ain't nobody but you, but y'all pray for us that the Lord's going to bless us, that we can continue our journey. That's an old pulpit talk. But when the Lord said, let us, there was a, a council. There was a coming together. Let us make man in our image and in our Likeness and God formed man from the dust of the earth and breathed into his nostril, and man became a living soul. God can. I don't care what, if you can just feel what I feel, I don't care how you hurt, I don't care how it feels, I don't care the pain, the agony, the disappointment. Jesus can put Humpty Dumpty back together again. But it's all about righteous living. Don't ask God to do and you won't do for him. Amen. The 
Bible says, if I build back the things I once destroyed, I make myself a transgressor. Where there is no law, there is no transgression. Sin is the transgression of God's law. You make yourself a law. You make your, because of the law, you make yourself a transgressor. You are a breaker of God's law. And the way of a transgressor is hard. I'm saying to you all this morning, God can't. I don't care where you hang out. How many hear what I'm saying? Y'all might not believe, but God will heal you everywhere you hurt. I don't care how you hurt, how deep it feels. He want to heal you. God want to heal you everywhere you hurt. Everywhere you hurt. Come on, everybody, standing to your feet. I know y'all, 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 y'all ready for this. He'll take the pain away. God wants to heal you everywhere you hurt. He'll take the pain away. God shall provide for you. Come on, come on with it. Each and every day. Hey, hey, hey. Just lift your hands and say, Lord, I need you. I need you right away. God shall provide for you. Everywhere you hurt. I'm making an altar call right now. Everywhere you hurt. There's somebody in our viewing audience. God will see you through. You don't know what's going on in your life. Take the pain your life is in derision. Your life is in pain. God shall provide All kind of aches. You're asking yourself, when is it going to get better? Every day. Is this the end of it? Just lift your Is this the end of me? Is this the finished product? Lord, Will I have to I carry this pain all my life? I need you right God. away. God shall provide Is there any hope for me? I came to tell you this morning day. that God can. Just lift your will. hands and say, Right where you're standing, right where Lord, you're sitting, you're going to give your hands to an almighty God right now. And that's say, Lord, forgive me of all I've right seen. Save me right now. Fill me with the Holy Ghost. God, in Jesus' name. Everywhere you heard that cry. You heard that plea. Do it in Jesus' name. Save them right now. Fill them with the Holy Ghost. Those that are sick, give them that miracle. And we thank you for it. And we give you the glory. We give you the praise. He'll take the pain There it is, my brothers and my sisters. I gave you what God gave me. Looking forward to a great time on this evening. Giving you a special invite to come back and be with us. Remember, you don't have a problem. All you need is faith in God. And we come your way again next time. I want you to go with God. And I promise you, God will go with you. Come on, 
saints. Just lift those hands right where you are. I feel the Holy Ghost. I feel the Holy Ghost. I dare you just lift your hands right where you are. Each and every I'm right where you are. Just lift your hands and empty yourself out and say, Lord, I need you. I can't do this without you. I can't make it without you. I'm in over my head, but I believe what the preacher said. I believe that God will. I believe that God will deliver me right now. Each and every day. It's not about what man say. Man's extremity is God's opportunity. All God needs is a chance. All God is a yielding God. All he needs is a yielding spirit, a yielding God. Right now. God want to heal you more than you want to be healed. He want to deliver you more than you want to be delivered. He want to bless you more than you want to be. While every head is bowed. Every eyes closed, every mind is on Jesus. If you don't know Jesus in the pardon of your sin, step out to the nearest hour right now and make your way on, make your way down front. I'm not asking you to become a member of this church. I'm asking you to make it right with God. Come on, will there be one this morning? Will there be one this morning? You need him. You know 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 you need him. God will see you through. You take the pain away. God Sick in your body, you have a need of a petition. I'm praying a mass prayer. Right where you stand. I feel Jesus. I feel Jesus. I feel Jesus. I feel his healing power. I feel his deliverance right now. That thing that you've been battling with, that thing that you've been up against, that thing that looks like it want to take you out, that thing that the doctors say, you got to have this surgery, you got to have this, you got to do this, you got to do it, you can't get delivered except you do this. God can. God will. Right where you're standing. I'm getting ready to pray a mass prayer. And I want you to prepare yourself. I want you to prepare yourself for your healing right now. I want you to prepare yourself for his touch right now. I want you to prepare. I'm not talking about somebody else. I want you to prepare your mind. He's getting ready to do this for me right now. Father God, in the name of Jesus, as we stand in your presence, we thank you for the few of these that are standing. Every sickness, God, we come against it. We bind it right now. We take the minion over it in Jesus' name. And we call it done. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. Yes, Savior. Hey, God, we call it Just lift your hands and say, Lord, I need Every opposition, we bind it right now. Every disobedient spirit, we bind it right now. We give you glory. Each and every day. To the glory of God the Father. We thank you for it. In Jesus' name. Give him a praise. Come on, come on. I need you right.